Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Matt was a tough kid. Make sure you hit that subscription button and uh, that bell notification so you're notified for all the new uploads onto the channel. Matt became a friend of mine when I was in junior high. I was probably 11, maybe 12 years old. It was a time when, uh, well, my parents had divorced when I was six. And so I was at home with a single mother. She had just started working full time as my younger brother had gone into kindergarten. And uh, I didn't have a whole lot of supervision. Matt was a kid that was on my baseball team in Little League and went to my school. And we became pretty good friends. We were, we'd go to the beach every day in the summer together. Uh, there was a bus that went by our houses that, that just dropped us down on, at Salt Creek, uh, down in Laguna Beach. Uh, Dana Point, I guess it is now. So we, we, we spent a lot of time together, but he was from a rough background. He had a rough family and was a rough kid with a good heart. We spent maybe a couple of years as, as, as pretty close friends during that junior high period of 7th and 8th grade. Now, I was the youngest kid in my class all the way through K-12. to Not the best thing in the world. Uh, my birthday was the last day before cutoff. So I was always the youngest kid, even going, you know, always, obviously going up to being a senior in high school and even being 17 years old for my first two semesters at, uh, at, in college at BYU. And so that mattered. That made a difference. And by the way, if you are a parent of a child and you're wondering whether or not, if, and they're a boy, and you're wondering if they're too young, if they, if they are born at a time when it is close to the cutoff, to the end of the cutoff, just personal opinion here, no matter how smart they are, you know, I tested really high. My mom wanted me to go in because she thought if I tested that way, then I should be, yeah, the, the testing doesn't matter, right? It, it's about your emotional maturity and, and uh, the comparison that you have with other boys in the class. So you, you, you should seriously consider holding them back if they're a boy. So, but I was still a little bigger and a little taller than average. Matt now was a, a very tall and very strong person. And that mattered. And so I remember we used to, for a while, we started playing chess of all things. I mean, the two of us, these mischievous kids and boys that, uh, you know, quite frankly, got into a bit of trouble. Um, to be playing chess is kind of a, a, quite the sight. But I'll tell you how this mixes here. So we were playing chess one day at my house in my living room. And we started getting angry at each other. And I thought he was cheating. And so I started yelling at him. And uh, it, it got a little heated. And Matt rears back and punches me directly in the nose. This is when we were in the seventh grade. 
this is the first time I'd ever been hit by anyone. There were some close times earlier on, but this was the first time I had ever been hit by someone. And it was, it was just a square punch right in the middle of my face. And it knocked me back off my knees. And uh, I went after him, right? And, and we were brawling in my living room, fighting, throwing fists, wrestling. And I don't know how it ended. I don't remember how it ended. But <laughs> strangely enough, we ended up laughing about the whole thing. And I felt in some ways pretty good because I had... I had, you know, I was, I was, uh, I, I did okay with him. I mean, he's a big dude. I, this guy is a big dude. And I felt okay about it. And the other thing that was really interesting that, that happened was, you know, boys go through a certain amount of pressure with other boys. And there's always the threat that if you get into a certain situation, you're going to end up in a fight. And, from that moment on, for the most part, depending on who it was, I just didn't care about that anymore. It changed a lot of my perspective because I had been hit and I realized this isn't really that big of a deal. And it kind of broke the ice in, in, in that way for me. So Matt was someone that I bonded with pretty closely. Like I said, he had a rough background, a, a rough uh, uh, childhood. He came to church with me a couple times. And I think in many ways, he kind of liked the church. He liked seeing this order and organization that was not a part of his life. He was good-hearted, and he was a great friend in the sense that he was very loyal. One day at junior high, between classes, or maybe it was during lunch, I don't remember, me and another kid without Matt were walking behind the school from a shop class, I think it was. Uh, wood shop or something, and it was toward the back of the school, Nigel Hills Junior High in Laguna Nigel. We're walking, and we come up to this group of boys, and there was an eighth grader, right? I was in the seventh grade. I was probably 11 years old still, and there was an eighth grader, and this guy was huge. I mean, he was huge, and he was a big bully, the big bully of the school. He ended up later on hitting a, his English teacher, who was my English teacher. It wasn't the same class, but he, he ended up hitting the English teacher and running off and getting, actually, the, the police had to come and grab him. So he was not a good dude, right? He, he, was, he was tough. And we come across this group of boys, and all of a sudden they start saying things. And so I, I stop and, and, and look over at him, and this guy obviously wanted, a problem, wanted to cause a problem. And I, I didn't know what to do, right? There was no way I was going to stand up to this guy. This guy was probably two years older than me at this time, probably 13 years old or older and, and really big. And so, you know, I, I, I didn't know what to do. And he didn't want to, I, I was trying to downplay the situation. I was going to walk away. Um, he wasn't going to let that happen. And so out of nowhere comes Matt. I, I don't know why he was back there or, or what was going on. Maybe he was looking for me at the time or, or something. But he, he comes up and he sees the situation and, and he starts standing up for me. This is, you know, Matt was one of those kids where he, he almost sometimes looked for trouble, right? He almost sometimes provoked it. And 
he was only in the seventh grade. He was not as big as this other kid, but he was probably taller. And But again, Matt was tough, man. Matt was a tough kid. And he was not going to let this guy beat up on me because that's, that's where it was going. That, that's where it was going. And so Matt, Matt goes after him. And they end up brawling and fighting. And, and, and finally, some teachers came and, and pulled them apart. But Matt was that kind of kid. I mean, I, I was pretty happy to have someone like Matt around in those types of situations. And why was I in those types of situations? I'm not sure in that case why I would have ended up in that situation. But Matt was the right guy to have around. He's the guy you want to have in the foxhole next to you, even in the seventh grade. So he watched out for me. He got in trouble for it. And, and you know what? He didn't care. He was like, you know what? I, I'm going to help my friend out here. And he was that kind of a kid. Another time where he really helped me was, and again, this is because the reason we're in these problems typically is because we're a little too mischievous, right? But we had gone to a baseball practice, and this was down in South Laguna on Pacific Coast Highway in California. And I don't know why we didn't have a ride home, right? We were several miles from home. But, but we ended up not having a ride home. So we walked down the hill from the, the baseball field and down to Pacific Coast Highway. And as many people did back then, we put our thumbs out and started to hitchhike. This was the same year. So I'm 11. Maybe I've just turned 12. He's 12. And, and, and we're hitchhiking on Pacific Coast Highway. And this guy finally stops in one of these small pickup trucks that they used to make, right? these mini trucks. And he pulls and he pulls aside and he opens up the door for us and, and we both climb in. And it only has two seats, but you know, back then seatbelts are nothing more than, than accessories. No one ever wore a seatbelt. And Matt climbs in first and he's in the middle and I'm on the end toward the door. And we have our regular tennis shoes on and we have our cleats in our, in our hands. My cleats are down below. Matt's, I, I put them down on the floor. Matt's got them uh in his lap this guy drives us we tell him where to go well we need to make a left hand turn up the hill and this guy keeps going and we're matt and i look at each other like we're in trouble we are really in trouble what is this guy doing and so we're telling him look why didn't you turn back there we have to go back there you need to turn around and this guy turns at us and gives us this creepy smile and just keeps going well, we end up getting down, I don't know, half a mile beyond where we were supposed to turn or more. And, and Matt just looks over at me and he hands me one of his cleats. And, and he's like, okay, we're ready to battle this guy. And Matt holds up his cleat in his right hand and starts yelling at this guy and says, pull over and let us out with some swear words, starts telling him, we're going to X, Y, Z you unless you let us off. And Matt was right in his face. And he was getting to the point where this guy couldn't really drive very well. And so this guy, sure enough, pulls over and lets us out and then peels out as, as he leaves us. So, again, Matt was the right guy to be with, although we shouldn't have been in that circumstance in the first place. I always appreciated Matt, and even later on when we, we became more distant in high school, Matt was loyal to me, 
and, and, and maybe even at a time when I, I didn't deserve it. He, he was loyal to me. He was a rough kid with a good heart. And I never knew what, become of, what became of him. When social media came around, I started looking for him and, and uh, seeing if I could, you know, re-engage with him. But I've never been able to find him since. But I always regretted not having the maturity to speak up more about the church and, and him being involved with the church. When, when people like that see the difference, like he came over to my family's house, he went to my dad's house. I remember, uh, you know, during Little League games, my dad would be there. And, and I could tell Matt was drawn to him, right? And, and it was, he, he was drawn to something outside of his current world. And I could have been better, right? I could have been a better friend. I, I could have talked to him more about the church. In that circumstance, I think things could have gone even better if my dad was in the home, honestly. And when Matt would come over to the home, if my dad would have been there at times and been that kind of a male influence upon him, I think things could have been, you know, maybe we would have been friends longer and, and, and maybe even he would have been more interested in the church at that point. But if Matt's out there somewhere, get a hold of me and let's catch up. Thanks for listening. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.